Hello and welcome to Magnum She Wrote. My name is Erin and with me as always is the lovely Cameron. hi de Okay. Oakley, Oakley, Oakley. So today we're going to be discussing Magnum Pie's episode, The Curse of the King Kamehameha Club, which, when I saw the title, and since it's been well established that the paranormal is real in Magnum Pie's world, yes. I was thinking, ooh, a fun curse. What was going on in the 80s? I'm not sure. All of this stuff was treated, like, it's never treated like, I guess Magnum is a little bit like, it's bull. No, it's, it's, it's only bull if it's Hawaiians. Yeah. If it's non-white people, it's bull. <laughs> Wait. But he can easily believe the psychic siren. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and he can easily believe that Higgins is an excellent oh, hypnotist. Oh, right, because of racism. Yes, racism. <laughs> okay, there we any go. Any other paranormal myths or whatever from any other race other than white is bunk. It just feels it like the 80s. It's not real. <laughs> with these, like, ostensibly realistic shows, uh-huh. everything was on the table. Yeah, Crop circles, Bermuda Triangle. This is all fodder. This is potentially real stuff. It doesn't. It doesn't start with like a degree of skepticism. Mm -hmm. It it starts with (laughs) this is real, and you just have to figure it out. Although, but not really in this episode because Magnum is like, there's no such thing as curses, you know, because they're Hawaiian. So there's no such thing as curses. (laughs) If a white person had cursed you, it would be real. He'd be terrified. Although he has taught a lesson in the end of the episode that Hawaiian curses are real. (laughs) Stay tuned. But before we actually get into the episode proper, Mm -hmm. I want to do a little spring cleaning. Okay. Uh, For our last episode, Mm -hmm. one of our great listeners, Ion, and she said, first of all, that she did not think that my idea of the strip tease <laughs> was creepy. It's she's, creepy. No, she's on my side. I think you've made her up. She doesn't How exist. How many of our fans have come out to your, <laughs> on your defense? None. You none, know what? None. That's because they're all gross. <laughs> and they're not real. You made them up. You called all our fans gross? Yeah, anybody who sides with you is gross. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I think you made her up anyway. <laughs> okay. But... <laughs> This made-up person mm-hmm. um, also said what more struck a chord with her was the idea about the favorite animal being a chicken. Right. And apparently, this is, like, a big thing. Okay. It's a big, weird thing. Nobody thinks it's normal. Okay. But apparently, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, had to send... Right. Just to make sure. Uh, had the to, comic book distribution, <laughs> the distribution center? Yeah, Diamond Distribution. <laughs> sent out a... Uh, like a memo, a blast, okay. telling people that they should stop kissing and snuggling their chickens. And it's apparently more widespread than we thought. So we probably lost about half of our <laughs> listeners on that last week. Because it's a big deal. People's yeah. favorite animals are chickens. But thank you, Ion. That was, that's very interesting. She did link to the CDC article, mm-hmm. and she also mentioned that there was a... Um, Oh, I don't think I saved that part of it, but there's like an actual documentary about like chicken lovers. Oh my gosh. Well, whatever floats your boat. There's enough misery in this world, whatever. So long as you're not hurting anybody. Chicken lovers? You're I okay with you this. You know what? I'm I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. Just so long as you're not doing anything weird with them without their consent, you're fine. <laughs> chicken's consent? Yes, chicken's consent. They consent to us cooking them. All the time. All yeah. the time. They're, They're like, like, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm good with this. Gotcha. This is, this is what I'm meant to do. So, yeah. as you said, this episode is called The Curse of the King, or the Ling Kamehameha Club. <laughs> Actually, that's way wrong. Wow, you misspelled a lot of that. That's the Ling Kamehameha Gamer Club. <laughs> uh, this came out February 16th, 1981. Okay. 
the number one movie in America was something called Eyewitness. Hmm. This sounds like something that Harrison Ford would be in. Well, he was in Witness. Maybe this maybe is Maybe that's like, what I'm thinking of. Okay. <laughs> maybe it's like his, like, I, Claudius. It's like, I, Witness. I, <laughs> <laughs> <Eye> Robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. And number one song, again, Celebration oh, by Cool and the Gang. God, what is wrong with you 80s people? Golly, man. You're stupid. There's so many great stuff. genres of music out there. And you're, like, and you're no. stuck on celebration. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, babe. Ugh. Cool in the gang. I'm blowing uh. that in my car. Wow. No. That's, I don't know. I Someone really needs to sit <laughs> the 80s down and talk. Be like, listen, your curses, right. <laughs> your hypnotists, all of your beliefs in the paranormal, they're wrong. <laughs> and, and your choice in music is just wrong. And, your choice in clothes, <laughs> wrong. wrong. I'm, I'm okay with the clothes. I'm not. I like the clothes. I did have a huge perm at one point. At one point was, but you would have been like so young, you would have been like a baby. I've got a picture of it. I'm like four years old. <laughs> your mom got this, a perm. Yes, my mom gave me a perm. However, I had bangs at the time, so it looked like I had a huge mullet. Because my bangs were like sticking up straight like a beehive, and then it came down like well, this. Well, you are from back. hillbilly country, so. I was, yes, I am from <laughs> hillbilly country. It looked awful. I've never shown you that picture right. because it's, you know, embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> well. And I am on a dirt bike at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in front of some uh, barn that's oh full of like gosh. tractor equipment. Wow. We really <laughs> rescued you. <laughs> 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 Oof. There's a real sliding door situation in your life where you could have gone somewhere wildly different. So anyway, the episode's The Curse of the King Kamehameha Club, and the IMDb hopefully <laughs> describes it as, A kahuna places a curse on Rick and the King Kamehameha Club. Like, that's, okay. the, that's the laziest IMDb. That it's, really they is. They just reworded the name of the episode. But I learned what a kahuna was today. Yeah, like a big kahuna. A big kahuna means you're like a big cursor. <laughs> You're like a voodoo priest of some kind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, and a little trivia about Kamehameha. This was from IMDb Trivia. It says, uh, the title refers to Kamehameha the First or Kamehameha the Great, mm-hmm. who conquered the Hawaiian Islands in the 18th, 19th century and formally established the Kingdom of Hawaii in 1810. Mm-hmm. By developing friendships with the major Pacific colonial powers, Kamehameha preserved Hawaii's mm-hmm. independence. He is still honored over all of the rulers and historical figures in Hawaiian history. Right. That was fascinating for New yeah. Zealand. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's great. Well, because, you know, what they're leaving out is, like, colonialism and all of the horrible stuff that's associated <laughs> with that. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... It's not really amazing. Oh, and we got, amazing. A, we got another Ethan situation here. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the last time space porn will be used as the theme I song. I can't wait to get back to real Magnum theme To the song. actual Mike Post theme. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is called the Mike Post theme. Is it really? Yeah. It's not called the Magnum P.I. theme. No, Mike Post wrote it. It's his theme. He's like, this is my theme. <laughs> this, this is what I, I envision myself is, doing. I realize this might be And this be is the, the music <laughs> that plays in the background even when I'm cooking. <laughs> I realize this might be the best thing I ever write. <laughs> so I'm naming it after myself. Want to get into it? Yes, let's start. Okay, so we start off with chanting in a shack. Yep. And With this voodoo priest slash kahuna. Kahuna. Let's get it right. It's a kahuna, not a voodoo priest. Yeah, but, you know, for those who don't know what a kahuna is, it's they're Ima- similar to a voodoo Imagine a voodoo priest. Yeah. Then not that. Yeah. Then, then a, a Hawaiian, Hawaiian kahuna. kahuna. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's 
just kind of being weird. He, well, I, oh, well, wait, well, let's not judge. I guess I shouldn't no. judge. Let's not judge his chanting. But he's chanting and clearly cursing. If you're a witch, you know this. Yeah, you recognize clearly, a curse. Well, and he throws specifically. And let's put a pin in this. We're going to have to bring this up again. Yeah, at the we end. are. Yeah, we are. It's very important we bring yeah. this up at the end. Yeah, because, like, when I saw it, so he throws in the King Kamehameha badge. badge. Okay, first of all, do they have badges at clubs? Apparently, Is that a thing? they do. You get, like, iron on decals. It's a members only decal <laughs> that you put on. Yeah. Then he throws in Rick's picture, in which case I immediately stood up and go, No, not Rick. Then you remembered he was a racist. And then I remembered he was a racist. And I was like, Well. <laughs> And then we just have to see how this all goes. You reap what you sow, man. You reap what you sow, man. Maybe he was cursing out the racism, which would be a blessing because kahunas also have very positive Maybe this was spells. the show, like, course correcting itself. Yes. It was yes. firing out the evil inside of Rick. And now from exactly. now on, we can like him. Exactly. Because the kahuna blessed out the racism. Perfect. I like it. Yeah. I like... He got rid of his racism. Okay. Okay, okay. Rick. We're on episode 11. We're going to have... You've got a fresh start, my you man. you got a fresh start. you got seven and a half more seasons to go. Don't blow it. <laughs> I have faith that you can go 11 and a half seasons. Go at least five minutes an episode without being racist. Come on. <laughs> That's small baby steps. <laughs> so we cut... We want to oh, help people out of their racism. Encourage them to move forward. Well, hopefully that's the goal, yeah, that's, right? Yeah, this is the goal. I'm, I'm, I'm helping him along. <laughs> okay. So we're at the King Kamea Club. There's like a board meeting with a bunch of people we don't know except yeah. for Rick and Huggins. And H- yeah. And Higgins is being a dork and they're they all want it out. Yeah, he so. like he he came up with like what do they call the complaint box? Complaint or, corner. <laughs> complaint he corner. called it the complaint corner. And where people can anonymously complain about things. Mm-hmm. And all the complaints you know are from hugs. Yeah, about Magnum. And because every time he would say something, it, it would, would cut, to cut to Magnum doing, doing that it. thing. Yeah. Like, like parking, and Magnum is parking in a non-designated space for him. Or dressed to attire. And he's like and in, he's a tank top in a tank and like short top shorts. while everybody else is dressed to the nines. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of a cute scene. And then... Being put on Robin's tab because Magnum never pays for his own drinks. Exactly. So, yeah. So, it's basically all just one person at Magnum. All Huggins wants is Magnum to be kicked out of the King Kamea Club exactly. forever. And Rick exactly. is a good friend. He's always defending Magnum. Yeah. And then the other problem Huggins has is there's a, I wrote it down somewhere, it's like the ski surf rally. Right. It's a surf ski rally. <laughs> it's like a, and it's a, Basically, it's a canoeing race. Yeah, it's like a kayaking yeah. or whatever Yeah, kayak canoeing race, yeah. It's, it goes 26.5 miles. Yes, it does. And and because spot- Higgins kept correcting him on details. Right. He's like, oh, it's we've got like 50 years left on least 46. Right. You know, he just keeps correcting Rick on all these dumb, mundane details. Right. He's because he's just hugs and that's all yeah. hugs is. But anyway, because the, they're at each other's throats in this episode, the King Kamehameha Club is sponsoring this race. Mm-hmm. But this almost sounds like a teen comedy from the eighties. It like, really does, <laughs> like the country club kids. Or versus it starts the, off that <laughs> way, but it turns into a horror movie with people dying. Yeah, ah. they're gonna close the teen center. <laughs> so, so they have a ski surf race. The King Kamehameha Club is sponsoring it, but Hugs feels it's kind of beneath the club. Well, his position is kind of weird. No, no, he's fine he's okay with, with the, the race. race. He, he doesn't want ostentatious. He doesn't promotion. want a lot of money put into marketing. Oh, is that what? It yeah, is? that's exactly what it is. Because oh. and and Higgins needs to shut up on this part. Yeah. Because before Rick, 
This club was in the red. Yeah, that's all a, that's, red. That's a big. That's a big thing yeah. that's revealed. That the King Command Man Club is barely solvent, and the only yeah. reason why it is mm-hmm. is because of Rick. Yes, so because we were like right. now it's mostly in the black. And now um, Higgins is like, no, let me tell you how to run this. It's like, no, Even you, though, no, no, you back off, Higgins. Rick clearly knows what he's doing. What, he's starting to turn a profit on this place now. It's so just shut up. Back well, off. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, it depends on how long the show has been going on. Like, I mean, we're on mm-hmm. episode 11, but Rick actually mentions his previous club scene in the, yeah. the pilot, that disco Casablanca yeah. place. He yeah. says that used to be his club. And that he kind of misses it a bit, but that went under. Mm-hmm. Then he moved over to the King Kamehameha Club, but it was only eleven episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, does that is that real time? Is like every week? Is it eleven weeks? Yeah, is it eleven weeks in Magnum? No, Bible? you can't possibly turn a profit that fast on a club in eleven weeks. But regardless, it can't be more than a year. Yeah, since, it's got to be since the. It's got to be pilot. a year. So in a year, year, he's taken this club from. Mm-hmm kind of going out of business mm-hmm. to in the red. And the crazy thing about the King Kamehameha Club, it always seems to be affluent yep. people there, mm-hmm. and it's always crowded. Always. And so I guess we haven't seen the Kamehameha Club before Rick got there, but yeah. since Rick's been there. Yeah, so I agree with you. Yeah. Higgins needs to shut up. Yeah, he needs to shut up. So while this is kind of going on, T-Copter is sitting out on the veranda with Mags, and they're like, okay, do they have binoculars? I think they do have binoculars. Okay, but they're not looking at chicks in bikinis this time. No, I know. That's my point. They're looking at dudes in bikinis. Henry <laughs> Lewis, specifically. And T-Copter is into it. Oh, he, he is. Yeah. He's not just like. He's crushing hard on Henry Lewis. He's crushing hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not just. Oh, he's in really good shape. He, like, gets into description about, like, the way his muscles look when he's yeah. rowing. I'm like, whoa, man. <laughs> like, I mean, no judgment, but I mean, like, he gets into it. Like, right. it's like, wow, okay. And then we also find out that Mags is in the qualifiers to be a part of this race. Yeah. And nobody has any money on him. No, because they don't think he's going to win. Well, he thinks Rick does. He thinks Rick has some money on him. But T-Copter's like straight up, no, no, I'm not betting on you. We're betting you lose. I'm betting on Henry Lewis's... Tidy whities Gluteal muscles yeah. winning this sucker. There's a lot of cuts in this beginning. It's mm-hmm. like flip-flops really fast. It's like a... Welcome to Magnum Pie. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't realized this? This is all they do. So we're back at Rick and Hugs. The meeting's over. They're walking downstairs. Rick says, oh, I invited the press here. Mm -hmm. This is free publicity for this race. So you don't have to worry about it. So shut up, Higgins. So shut up, Higgins. And while they're both talking, actually, to, what's her name, Christine Richards. Mm -hmm. She's like this news reporter woman. She's ridiculous. She's a trip. (laughs) Okay, this native, who we find as... Makua? Yeah, Makua. Am I saying that right? Okay. He's a kahuna. I, he's a kahuna. And he's the guy who was burning his picture in effigy and, mm-hmm. and everything. So he goes up and finishes the curse on Rick in public display. Yeah. And like, well, Rick doesn't know it's a curse. He's like, we've already had the race blessed. What's this <laughs> joker doing? And Moki, mm-hmm. who's the bartender that I really liked from the last yeah. episode, I guess he's got a name now. He's like, oh my God, you've been cursed. He's like, no, man, you've been cursed. <laughs> and okay, here's my problem with... God, it's hard to get into some stuff without giving away the game, really. Right. Put a pin in that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So then we have Magnum. He goes onto the beach. He challenges his Henry Lewis because he doesn't like T-Copter's affections being divided. No, he doesn't. So he challenges Henry. He's like, T-Copter, why aren't you always crushing hard on me? And 
Stop crushing hard on this other guy. Makes me jealous. (laughs) And so Max is like, I'm going to bring him down a peg. I'm going to challenge him to a ski surf race. Yeah. And this guy is straight up, like, not having He's like, wait, you really? Oh, well, okay then. (laughs) And then we meet this other guy we've never met before. His name is Charlie Buttsmacker because he, like, I don't know if it's the actor or if it was the character, Mm. but he's running out into the water. Or it was the 80s and they did stuff like that. Well, I know, but I don't know if it was the actor's choice or the show's choice. It's all 80s. I'm sure it's it was the actor's choice. Yeah, there's, there's a woman in a bikini, and he uh-huh. just like runs by her and smacks her in the butt. And yep. she looks kind of surprised. Because, hi, you're I'm, smacking my butt. Yeah. But Charlie, Ugh. Charlie Butt Smacker, he's not really into the race because uh-huh. he's like, I'm not going to win this. Uh, he's, just, he's just a swimmer. He's no, like, Charlie's not about winning races. Charlie's about just swimming in the ocean, communing with nature. Exactly. Exactly. And he doesn't like all the crowds there. So we go back to Rick, T-Copter, Higgins. Mm-hmm. Moki. Moki. <laughs> <laughs> and he says that this kahuna that had cursed Rick mm-hmm. saw a demon over the club. I yeah. guess that's what he was saying. Yeah. Like he was saying, we see a demon over the club. There's death over all over this mm-hmm. place. Kind of like Danielle Moonstar in New Mutants. <laughs> She's seeing death everywhere. Okay. That was a deep hole. That was a deep hole. Yeah. For my New Mutants fans out there. (laughs) And T-Copter is now just straight up stalking Henry Lewis and Mags. Yes. He does have his binocs out at this point. Yes, he does. And he's just sweating with desire. Yeah. Over these two. And then Magnum starts beating Henry Lewis. Yeah, because... But you can tell in the in the binocular shots that Henry Lewis, Lewis isn't really moving his arms. Well, he's for, barely paddling. Well, first of all, Henry Lewis said he wasn't going to race Mags. Yeah. So this is all in Mags' head. Yeah. I'm racing this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like Henry Lewis is putting much no. oomph into this. So people far away are like, yeah, Mags is going to win. And like... Yeah. Henry Lewis is at, like, 2%. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Max is going to win. Max is going to win. And then... Henry Lewis falls face forward on his kayak. Yes. Max jumps off of his own uh, kayak. Mm-hmm. Charlie Buttsmacker shows up out of nowhere. Smacks his butt. Smacks his butt. <laughs> <laughs> and they drag Henry to shore. Mm-hmm. And then Christine Richards, the news people, yeah. are still there. Still there. And they're out on the beach now, and they're filming Henry Lewis... Mm-hmm. Dying. Dead. Like, on live TV, they're yeah. like, his last breath. And Magnum is like, get out of here. He's dead. What are you doing? And she's just like, film it closer. Get a tighter shot here. <laughs> <You're> right? <laughs> she's really I, obnoxious. I would actually forgotten about this scene, because I had a problem. Like, there's a time later on, like, Magnum's like, I keep running into you, but right. I had forgotten about this scene. Yeah. So I'm like, I guess she does kind of keep showing up mm-hmm. everywhere. So... Mags being dumb, dumb Mags feels responsible. Because he's like, I was racing him so hard. He put so much into it. He died. And again, Henry Lewis didn't even know he was racing anyone. He was just out there He was just like paddling. Just having a nice Just having a nice swim. But Mags feels guilty. Like, like, whatever this was, was what put this, like, guy who's like a peak physical specimen, like, just killed him. (laughs) Christine Richards is there right. at the morgue. At the morgue. Asking what happened to this guy? How did he die? And the med- the ME, the medical... The coroner. Oh, he does say he's a coroner. Yeah, he's, he's a specifically coroner. Says he's a coroner. So he's an elected official, which means hardly any medical background training. Well, that makes sense because he says this guy died for no reason. 
<laughs> We're currently looking into the possibility like, that uh, perfectly healthy athletes just drop down dead of their own accord. No, because no, then Christine Richards says, she's like, well, there was a curse placed on this place. He's like, we're looking into curses as a possible. <laughs> I know. He, Did he, you know about the curse? I didn't. Well, that changes yeah, everything. Yeah. He's like, but there was a curse? There's a curse. I didn't know Why this. Why didn't anyone tell me that this or, or sooner? Well, okay. In all <laughs> fairness, the world of Magnum Pi means the supernatural is real. Yes. So coroners, even if they, they don't might, have medical background, need to have some training <laughs> explore in the possibility that curses deaths. could have killed this guy. Yeah. Well, in this universe. In this universe. So They've Magnum well PI, established that uh, stuff like this is real. So Magnum PI certainly does not live in our reality. Yeah, they can't be selective with which paranormal beliefs are real and which aren't. Right. Because I'm fully expecting a werewolf episode. So there's definitely a moment where, like, the coroner... Oh, wait, no, he's an elected official. He yeah. doesn't have to have a degree, no, does no, he? No, he doesn't. I was gonna say. Well, I was gonna say. Well, doctors anyway at the hospital have to like be, be all up on their their potions. Yeah, and their, they have like hexes. silver serum everywhere. <laughs> like some wolf's bane. Oh, he's bit by a wolf. We gotta inject him with silver. Probably wasn't a werewolf, but you never can be too safe. I've also got a rabies shot right here. <laughs> We're gonna use the silver first, though. Yes, of course. But yeah, he literally says he does not rule out the possibility. <laughs> oh, gosh. His exact words. Of the curse. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. See, and this is the problem you get into when you establish things like hypnotism and psychics are real. Yeah, and it just goes off the rail. Yeah, because you can't just say those are the only two things that are real right. in this world. You know, you have to kind of expand. Well, in the, the, in like, I think there's like past life regression in some of this yes, stuff. Yes, there are. <laughs> like, it's crazy. You have linked visions of like memories. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, vets. Yeah, TC, yeah. T-Copter, and then Max. Yeah, have they all, all the had the same flashbacks at the same time. So weird. Yeah, they, yeah. So weird. Christine Richards, she, you know, was wondering why Mags is there. He tells her that he is the King Kamehameha Club's private investigator. Yes. And he's looking into the death of Henry Lewis. Mm-hmm. And we also find out. And this is like pre-recorded, I guess. Mm-hmm. He's back at the club, and Higgins sees this on. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And yeah. You know, Mag's like, whatever, I just do what I want. Yeah, but it turns out that uh, Rick did hire him to investigate Henry Lewis's death. Oh, I thought that was more, he was just backing her. It could have been. I think he's just backing Mag's up on that. Like, he's like, oh, but no, But you also see him. that Rick is, like, starting to implode. He's His body hurts him. Every He's really he, sick. He's, yeah, he's like, I think he's and psychosomatically getting ill. Yeah, put a pin in that because no. <laughs> we have three pins in this He's episode. He's been poisoned. We don't know this like yet. Though. <laughs> He's been poisoned. We don't know this yet, though. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, but when I was watching it, I saw this business owner who's put his blood, sweat, and tears into this. And he's just collapsing. And his business is falling apart now because people, people are leaving, leaving the, cl- the club. club. They're canceling their membership. There's only like three entrants in the race now. Like, it's just falling massively into the red right now. and then on top of that the fire alarm goes off yeah. at the scene and, and so he a needs a brand fire. new like oven for his kitchen and stuff and so i was like yeah i would be having my 10th i think at this yeah point. like i think you would have like definitely some ulcers yeah. going on so it's probably not nice of magnum to mock him quite exactly. so mercilessly about all this exactly. this is like his thing and like he's proud of it obviously yeah. because this is where huggins and rick mm-hmm. really start bumping head because huggins is like I'm going to get you fired. Next board meeting, when everyone finds out what's going on here, it's going to be a unanimous vote, and you're going to get fired. And Rick is like, 
well, you're not going to be able to fire me because I'm going to quit. Yeah. And then Hugs kind of pauses there, and I'm like... Because the... Hugs wasn't going to get him fired. Hugs was just all talk. Oh, he's all talk. He's all gas. Because he knows that Rick actually did turn the club yes. around. And, and they're like, not going to get rid of Rick. Yeah, and that's where we, where Rick and Magnum yeah. have their conversation. Of like, mm-hmm. this place used to be downhill, sucker. Yes, like, exactly. I do want to point this out. This mm-hmm. took us all episode to find out. This whole episode takes place over the course of a day. Yeah, just one so day. So they're, like, bleeding money by, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, they must have been there at, like, 5 in the morning. People were on top of this. And, like, everybody knows. Everybody knows. It's like knows they had Facebook or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, they probably have some kind of telepathy. And remember, too, that reporter and all of her news broadcasts were just happening throughout the day. Throughout the day. Not at noon or at 6 or midnight. Yeah. Like, the standard yeah. times. Well, this isn't it was 24. It wasn't the day. a 24-hour yeah. news cycle. Well, apparently time. she had a 24-hour news in cycle. In Hawaii. In Hawaii. Because cover all the murders that happened. Because at random the... times of the day, they're watching this report. Yeah, just random yeah. times. And, and Magnum changes, like, seven 17 times during the course exactly. of the episode. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we do find out they're like, I don't remember what the line is, but there's some line that like this morning or something. Yeah. We're like, wait, this happened all today? <laughs> <laughs> because mm-hmm. Moki. 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 Because Moki is Hawaiian. <laughs> that's, Max is like, you must know stop. every single kahuna on the island. <laughs> that is his first Don't stop. all Hawaiians know each other? He's like, Moki's like just doing his job. He's trying to make money. His place is falling apart. His tips are going down the drain. This is his livelihood. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you're Hawaiian. Tell me about. Like, <laughs> Tell me about this kahuna. kahuna. And Moki is really ev- evasive about yeah. it. Yeah. He doesn't want to say anything. Because it turns out he does know who this Kahuna right, is. Because Charlie Butt Slapper comes up. It sucks when Magnum's racism is verified. Yeah. And Charlie Butt, Charlie <laughs> Butt Slapper verifies his racism. He's like, no, come on, Moki. We know all know about. <laughs> we all know each other Makua. on the island. <laughs> Makua. We all know him. We all come know on. him. And he's like, yeah, he's a Kahuna. Yeah. And he lives up uh, the way. Yeah. So Mags is like, thanks. Charlie Butt Slapper. <laughs> no thanks to you, Mokai. Moki. Moki. I can't say it right. They follow Moki's lead. And they end up at this like weird bar place. and But they finally figure out where Makoa is. So then they go to Makoa's house. Right. But yeah. there's also a cane field that they Oh, right. That they pass by and they're like, hey, they're, they're burning the sugar for harvest. And Teacopter's like, oh, yes. I could tell because it is burning my throat. Yes. And it's like, oh, this isn't going to come up in a little no, bit. No, not at all. And then uh, we TC also... is also reading from a book of kahunas. Yeah. Like, There's like a, still... a knowledgeable book about kahunas. <laughs> it's like the idiot's guide to kahunas. Yeah, and he's like, and kahunas, you can tell them from everybody else with because they have a ruby flash because in their they eye. Because they look like every they look like you and me. I think the book says. Yeah, like, and TC starts laughing. Uh, <laughs> laughing. And, well, they both because, start laughing. Because they're all racist in this show. <laughs> but they're like, the only way you can tell is because they have a ruby glint in their eye. Yeah, so they have this ruby flash that flashes in their eyes. Exactly. And that's how you know if they're a kahuna. Right. And also we find out that T-Copter is only going mm-hmm. on this because he was promised a fancy dinner. Yeah, <laughs> at a <laughs> new exotic locale. <laughs> new exotic, like Magnums. And I'm like, T-Copter, this is on you. You know this man has no You're money. You're a moron. You he, know he lies to you all the time. You know, he's just trying to make you feel better about Henry Lewis dying. Yeah. He's just trying to take you out to a nice meal. You, that, well, that's what you think. Yeah. But you know that's not yeah. what he's up to. No. So they find Makua. And I did, I, I did say they, there's a moment where Magnum and T-Copter get out of the Ferrari. They look like little dolls being shoved they, in there. I mean, these guys yeah. are giant. Yeah. Like, I don't know what their actual height is, but I'm assuming 
Six well, foot I'm guessing plus. the Ferrari is a small little sports car. And these guys are six foot, I'm maybe six, taller, and, I'm six and they're foot built. One. I'm six foot one, and yeah. I feel like those guys would probably be at least four more inches. Than yeah, and tall. these guys are really built. Yeah. So it looks ridiculous look, shoving them in this small ridiculous. little car. And they look like they're in a toy car. Yeah, they really do. It doesn't look cool. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look as cool as the show wants it's, you to think it's, it is. It doesn't look cool at all. So they just break into Makua's house. Yeah. He's busy chanting. And T-Copter is immediately creeped out by everything. He's like, yeah. well, Magnum, we need to get out of here. Yeah. Magnum's like, whatever. Hey, Makua. And I'm like, this guy is praying or something. Like, just so rude. Just interrupt their religious beliefs. It doesn't matter. Whatever. I- <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're convening with God. Right. Well, white guy here. White guy here <laughs> takes precedence over your religion. So Magnum threatens Makua. Mm-hmm. Makua takes off. Like, yeah. for a second there, you think he's going to, like, help him. And then no, he's but like, he's uh, pretending to chant more curses on them, and then he just takes off running, so you're like, oh, that dude is guilty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they take off after him. His house abuts this cane field that's uh-huh. on fire. They lose him, and I, at one point I was like, they're going to burn to death in molasses over yeah. here. <laughs> T-Copter, I think this may have been paranormal, trips upwards Yes, somehow. he does. <laughs> I'm not sure how, how that could. happened. He was just running along, and then he, like, levitated and <laughs> Did flipped. Did a flip in the air. Yeah, and I was like, what? How did that we happen? Bo- we both were like, how did he even trip right there? I don't even know how he tripped. <laughs> oh, and we should say, there's a backfire that's lit, too. So it right. closes off their means of escape. So now yeah. they're really trapped in this place. They're going to burn to death, and they They died. are going to burn to death, and this show is going to be over. And they died. And they died. And they died. That's it. Covered in molasses. So next week, Smelling we're going like to be talking really about murder. Smelling like really sweet, sweet barbecue. Sweet, sweet barbecue. Mm. That smoky. That Here smoky. we go again with our cannibalism jokes. Man, I'm hungry. Me too. <laughs> I can go with some sweet, sweet barbecue. I could too. Maybe we'll have to talk about that for lunch. Yeah. Anyway, they get out. They do manage. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. They manage to get out of the corner of uh, the cane field. And Christine Richards is right there. Again. This thing is like acres Big this cane field, but they and somehow, she said she was following a lead of Makua as well. And but that's for she's some there. reason, she never got to Makua's house. She yeah. ended up on the side of the road somewhere where they ended already up filming, out. which is weird. Yeah, already filming. Like, what were they talking about? I guess and he like, was fil- filming the, the burning cane field. Well, I he guess. said something about the cane field at one point. He's like, start, start filming the cane field and step. I'm like, you said in your exposition that th- this, that is, this natural. is normal. This is them yeah. in harvest, and they're yeah. they're harvesting this. So. Yeah. I don't know why that would be a news story. I don't know why he would tell her to do it, and I don't know why she was already doing it. <laughs> like, we do later. We know later. Do we? Yeah. Do we? Yeah. And this oh, is, Aaron gave the game away again. Giving it away. And this is where Magnum says he's sick of seeing her wherever he turns around. Mm-hmm. And at the time, like I said, we had forgotten the f- time where she's with Henry Lewis filming him dying on the beach. Right. So I was like, you've only seen her once at the morgue. It's not like you can't <laughs> yeah. establish a... That she's following you around when you've only seen her once. One time. Totes forgot about Henry Lewis dying. <laughs> We're like, care. oh well, who cares? He didn't make much of an impression on me, <laughs> I guess. Oh well. No big loss. <laughs> if I were a tea copter, you know, I'd be like <laughs> burning a candle for him somewhere. Right. But, uh, oh, and then Makua dies in the cane. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, Makua just—he just dies. He gets it's burned off alive. Off camera, right? Off camera, he's burned alive. Makua dies the, off camera. This Kahuna who cursed the King yeah. Kamehameha Club burns alive. 
Right, and this is all on Christine Richards' third mm-hmm. broadcast of the day. Of which she's talking more about the curse, making sure it's ingrained into the public yeah, she keeps knowledge. Yeah, she keeps bringing up the curse. Like, maybe it is a curse, It's huh? the curse. It's the curse. Don't you think it's the curse? Don't it's the it's... curse. It's definitely the well, curse. Well, it's dumb. It's like the curse killed the person who cursed it? Yeah. It, it rebounded on him? Well, and I think someone does float around the possibility that now that he's dead, maybe the curse is yeah. lifted. But Rick is still feeling very poorly. Yes. And Mag says, well, okay, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he says to Rick, he's like, who would want to take you down? Yeah. Why would you be sick? I'm yeah. not, I don't believe in this mumbo jumbo. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Magnum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't believe in this mumbo jumbo, but mm-hmm. something is wrong. Someone's trying to destroy the club yeah. and you're acting sick. So mm-hmm. maybe there's something to that too. Yeah. What about this land that it's on? Turns out the land is leased. Leased. So it's not like somebody owns the land or whatever. They have the lease for another 46 years to this guy. To this guy, Mr. Dollinger. Yeah. Mr. Dollinger is an old, old man. Old man. And he looks like a Dana Carvey character. Yes, he does. I I thought it was Dana Carvey. (laughs) It could easily have been a Dana Carvey character. Yeah. He's an old man. He takes pills with Mm -hmm. fake beer. Yeah. Because he can no longer drink beer, so his nurse fills his beer cans up with water. Gross. So he Because you know it like tastes like watered-down beer. Well, like, there's going to be, like, leftover hops in there. Oh, my God. It would be terrible. It would taste awful. All she needs to do is make sure that water's lukewarm, and it would be the most puke Ugh. thing you've ever tasted yeah. in your life. Yeah, it would taste like aluminum can, yeah. stale beer, watered-down yeah. beer. Yeah. Stale watered-down beer. Yeah. And water. Yeah. Because I highly doubt she's going with detergent into those beer cans. She's just dumping out the beer and filling it with water. Yeah, she's not going to all that yeah, trouble. Yeah, she's not going through all that this trouble. This guy don't care. No. So Magnum starts talking to him about the club, and he's very proud of this club. Mm-hmm. And he asks about a certain woman there, and he gives a tongue click. And, I, like, it was gross. Uh, it was gross. He's like, she's a gorgeous dish. I am so glad that we've evolved that it's a society yeah. that we no longer, like, tongue click when referencing attractive people. It's, like, it's pretty gross. It's gross. It's pretty gross. It's like they're horses and you're trying to like <laughs> egg them on or something. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty gross. Yeah, tally-ho. Yeah, tally-ho. <laughs> As it's going on, you realize that Dollinger seems to be a pretty legit dude. Yeah, he's he just lo- really sick. He loves the land. Mm-hmm. He's really sick. Mm-hmm. He... Could he lease could that. lease the land out for like a hundred grand a month, but, but he only he does for two thousand. Yeah. But then I'm like, whoa, how is that? I mean, if you're just barely getting by now, King yeah. Kamehameha Club. What were you doing before? Were there rats and roaches there everywhere? There were literally like rats on bar stools drinking next to you yeah. at the King Kamehameha Club until Rick got there because it's two thousand dollars a month for beach. Front, yeah, like property, yeah, that could go for fifty to a hundred grand, and you were per like, month, per month, and you were. Losing money. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy schmoly's guys. Yeah. But we find out that he does have a daughter mm-hmm. who he refers to as a spoiled brat. Yeah. He, like, says... Who's always wanted the land. Who's always wanted this land. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you and I were talking about Dollinger, and we were like, he's a terrible businessman. He's terrible businessman. He's terrible. But it turns out later we find out that he started giving away his land after he made tons of money. Right. Oh, he's he wanted, wealthy. He's yeah, wealthy. Yeah, because he's he fine. wanted to give back to the people because he, he to, felt like he owed them. And he wanted the King Kamehameha Club specifically. Mm-hmm. To be to, for everyone. To be for everyone, which I'm like, well, Huggins is certainly not yeah. living up to this end no, of the bargain. No, definitely not. Because he wanted it for Hawaiians. He mm-hmm. wanted it for 
everybody's the for rich people for poor people yeah the howleys i think yeah the howleys the howleys so um and he starts crying at one point he says i love that land i love that club it's for the people oh and meanwhile he had offered magnum a real beer he had hidden real beer. he has hidden real beer that's clearly hot because it's under his chair it's (laughs) under his chair like and if it's not under his chair it's right in the direct beam of sunlight And he drinks it with his pill, and then he's like starts fading, and I'm like, I think yeah, he died. Yeah, we were watching it, and I go, oh my god, I think he died. I think Magnum just killed because, this guy. Because, like, Makua died off screen, so we mm-hmm. were thinking, oh, this guy died. So, and, we're like, Magnum, how Ma- dare you let him drink that last beer? <laughs> and Magnum comes it's probably out. probably what messed up his medicine. <laughs> and Magnum goes out to the nurse, and the way he came out, I really felt like... I thought he was going to be like, hey, he's I, dead. <laughs> I have some bad news for you. I killed him. <laughs> like... <laughs> But he doesn't. He's yeah. okay, apparently. He just faded out because he was a tired, sick old man. And he asks the nurse about Dollinger's daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's like, but, but his daughter's been, been dead, dead for 15, 15 years. years. Lightning crashes, and I'm like, it's ghosts. Oh, and this <laughs> curse is real. This is fun. This is like, I was like, oh, my God, this this episode just turned to. Yeah. It's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is getting crazy. I can hardly wait to see where these episodes go in seven years. I better see some werewolves. <laughs> I mean, there should be vampires. Yes. Werewolves. Yes. Mermaids. Yes. What else? Abominable Hawaiians. <laughs> Abominable <laughs> Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy for this show. Yeah. Easily. No problem. Doesn't even break a sweat. No. They, in the writer's room, they weren't even worried about, well, you think this is too far? No. No. Nope. Could be ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> he goes back to the Kamehameha Club. Rick is moaning and groaning. Mm. He says he doesn't believe in a curse, but it's like pretty clear he believes he's, in curses. He's getting even more sick. So mm-hmm. you're like, oh, stop lying, Rick. You clearly believe in this curse. And it's tearing you apart from the inside out. Right. And, and so they keep making fun of him. Oh, and this is the part where we find out that it was just today. Because yeah, he, just today. And he says, like, all these people have left and they're losing money left and right. Yeah. And it's like, it was like... But this morning when Henry Lewis died, it was yeah. like, what? What? Like, how are you guys losing so much money? Just right now. And, like, <laughs> somehow all the employees had called in sick, too, in the kitchen. Yeah, they left. And I'm like, wait, they just walked out being like, I'm sick suddenly. Yeah, like, I think Magnum says, like, you guys all came down with a case of curse yeah. or something yeah. like that. <laughs> then, okay, Magnum starts thinking, well, maybe what it really is. Is someone's trying to cheat at the ski surf competition? Is that what it is? <laughs> no, no. He thinks it might be Charlie Butt Slapper because Charlie likes swimming alone and the beaches uh, have gotten crowded. Too crowded. Yes. So Magnum's like, oh, my friend Charlie Butt Slapper has gone through a massive lengths to close this place, place down. Because down, he sees him out there swimming alone. And yeah. he's like, uh-huh. uh-huh. So he goes out and sees... Charlie because Pete. he's like, why would you kill people? Because I want to swim by myself. <laughs> <He's> like, like, <laughs> Worst motive, motive ever. ever. I mean, it's a motive. Is like, it? I guess. But it seems, Is it? But in a world of ghosts, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. So he goes down to see Charlie B.S. And Charlie says that he likes the quiet. And Magnum's at, <laughs> Magnum asks at this point, he's like, why doesn't the curse bother you? You're Hawaiian. <laughs> You're Hawaiian? Shouldn't you believe in this? <laughs> and my note there was, Yikes. <laughs> Uh, Magnum is a Hawaiian racist. Wow, he is very... For someone who lives in Hawaii, he is massively Hawaiian racist. Yes, he is. Charlie B.S., he says that everyone has power over someone. Yeah. And that power can be good, and it can be bad. Mm -hmm. 
and it's kind of ominous, right? I suppose. Yeah. The way he he says this, he's like, "You just have to find what power holds you." Yes. Mm-hmm. And Magnus kind of cocks an eyebrow. Yeah, he's like, "This is a creepy conversation." <laughs> and then Hugs comes running out. Mm-hmm. Legitimately yeah, concerned. Yeah, very concerned. He's like, Rick has collapsed. He has collapsed. He's just a, like. He's going to the ER like right, right now. now. Like right now. You have to go. And Higgins is like, I didn't know he was really sick. I didn't know. Yeah, we thought no. he was just fooling. We thought it was all psychosomatic. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. no, he's no. really sick. He's and, been rushed to the hospital. And he might die. Yeah, he might die. Which is. And that's awful because he needs to progress past his racism and become a better person. He needs to purge it he, out of his system. He has system. to grow as a human. Yes. Yes. And it will be so much better. Yes. He's going to come out of this a better person if he survives. If he survives. Max goes to the hospital. Kristen Richards is there again. Mm, she's always there. And he, he tells her for the second time in the episode, mm-hmm. almost word for word, I'm sick of seeing you everywhere I go. Yeah. And I'm like, that's some lazy writing here, that's guys. That's very lazy writing. <laughs> She's accusing him of suppressing freedom of the press, First right. Amendment rights. He says, no, I'm, I'm all for that, but I'm against sensationalism, and you are doing, like, mm-hmm. a 24-hour broadcast on curses and ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to exactly. be in this at all. We find out from the doctors that Rick has some sort of muscle paralysis mm-hmm. that they think might actually be meningitis. Spinal meningitis. Spina- spinal meningitis, yeah. which is really no bueno. No. But my question is, uh, <laughs> they find out that his potassium is really low or something like well, that. Well, no, Magnum calls the, the coroner, coroner to the be co- like, hey, so did you find anything weird? And he was like, yeah, Henry Lewis had re- really low potassium. And he was taking like, some pills he, or something, but he wouldn't well, need to. Well, he was, his potassium was low and he was taking some pills. So when he exerted himself, even just that 2% to race against Magnum. No, he didn't know he was racing Magnum. He didn't know he was racing Magnum. <laughs> that it... Caused his body to just shut down. Shut down. Yes. Because he didn't have enough potassium to keep going, and so that's how he died. And that's why Rick is still alive because Rick hasn't been overexerting himself. That was my question because Rick I was has like, been laying Rick down is... because he's been feeling so bad and sick. He has. He's been kind of taking care of himself, so he's held yeah. on. Yeah. Because yeah. that was my thing. I was like, if this big burly man like died in like two yeah. seconds, how come Rick is like taking all day to die? Yeah. But yeah, that actually and that makes two, sense. Okay. And two, Henry Lewis, uh, as T Copter pointed out many times, mm-hmm. was busy working off his gun, showing, you know, his muscles to everybody. And so clearly he was like putting effort Bert. into um, warming Bert. up for this race. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Mags runs out into like the hospital like lobby and he starts like just ordering doctors around. He's like, yeah. check his potassium levels. And they're like, uh, why? And he's like, just do it. Just do it. I'm a man. You're a woman. Just do it. Just do it. And they're like, I guess he's just a man. I guess, I, he's, a man. I guess he's a white man. I should do this. Because <laughs> I got to do this. And Mags heads back to the Dollinger's house. Yeah. The one thing I did like about this episode, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like what we said about the last Murder She Wrote episode. Mm-hmm. Is every scene my suspect changed? Yes, mine too. Like, yes. and that's pretty good. I was always left guessing. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's definitely Charlie Butt Slapper. Yeah. Oh, it's not Charlie Butt Slapper. You know who it's it is? It's the old man. It's the old man. No, oh, no, no it's, it's his, his nurse. nurse. <laughs> it, <laughs> like, she's been taking his pills. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, because it turns out he goes to check his medication. He barges into Dollinger's house. Yeah. The nurse is like, what are you doing here? You can't do that. He checks his medication. Yeah. And it's a type of medication. It's the type of potassium that would cause these issues. Deficiency. Mm-hmm. Like a deficiency. He's like, you're lucky you still have it. Mm-hmm. The old man is just doesn't even recognize 
Magnum anymore. No. Like, or He's vaguely. Like, where are you from? Oh, from today. Yeah, from today, from earlier no. today. Like, but he really. It, this old man is really, really, really sick. But Magnum is like, oh, and to think I believed you. Your yeah. tears and you doing this for the people. And this poor old man's like, I don't know, sir. Like, I'm in And bed. then you I gave can... me this fake story about your daughter. And, and he, she's and dead. And she's dead. She's not dead. She's on TV right there. Ah, because yeah, and at that point, that's when I thought it was the nurse. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, she has access to these pills. Yeah. But no, it points out Mm -hmm. Kristen Richards in her 20th broadcast of the day. He's uh, like, "Uh, that's my daughter. And the nurse is like, that's not your daughter. That's your granddaughter. Your daughter has been dead for 15 years. Right. He's like, but she looks just like my daughter, Sarah. Yeah. Are you sure? And I said, Mag's really effed up here. Yeah. Like, he really was way off base. Mm. I mean, fortunately... You know, they get right. the right information. So he walks out. And, and who, guess who's there? Guess His stalker, up. the His, journalist Christine Richards. Christine the granddaughter Richards. of this man who owns the land. Right. And she's like, I And the like, daughter of the woman who was always asking for the land. For the land. Right. Because she wanted to make a lot of money on it. So she says, let's take a drive. But we're going to take my car. Yeah. And Max does a weird. He does a weird roach thing. I it it's was not like, weird. It's not like a a, a frisk you see in like movies out, where they're yeah. like yeah. He starts out at slowly. Her boobs. No, no, no. He starts out with his <laughs> his hands on her shoulders. Right. Kind of slowly rubbing up her down yeah. her shoulders. Yeah. Like he was about to like kiss her or something. And then his hands come in and in cup, cup her, her boobs. boobs. They cup her boobs slow, very slow. Like your fingers are kind of mixed in the cleavage slow. a bit. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he slowly It goes down to her waist. I don't yeah. know what happens after I that. I don't either because I was like, oh, my but God. But this isn't, this isn't like yeah, this isn't normal a fast frisking pad. that no. you see. No, no, he is like being thorough. Ah, uh, grossly so. Grossly thorough. And he's like, all right, I'll get in your, I'll get in your car with you. Yeah. He gets in the car. He sees a camera in the back seat, and it's a station wagon, by the way. I just yeah. want to point that out. Her, the news van is a station wagon. Yeah, pretty great. And he checks the c- camera in the back mm-hmm. to make sure he's not being bugged. Or yeah, he's set not up. being being set up for something. Yeah. So they go for a drive, and she lights a cigarette, which is so weird. <laughs> okay. To see someone smoking on TV anymore because it's oh, such, right. 1981. It was no big deal, but right. I was, like she when she lit that cigarette, I was like. Oh, yeah, people used to smoke all people the time. Used it used to be no big deal to yeah. like, smoke on TV or in a movie. Well, they it's... also believed hypnotism was real, so. And goes. Not everything they did back in the day was, you know, <laughs> on the level. I don't. You know. <laughs> the people who smoke in TV shows are the type of people that would probably believe in that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, there you go. So he says to her, oh, that uh, lighter. Is that the lighter you used to light the backfire and the sugar cane? And she straight up she just goes, admits it. Yes, it was. As a matter of fact, it was. Yeah. Really cool. At that point, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I got a little creeped out by her. Yeah, because I was like, what are you doing? And Magnum, why are you being the victim? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she says that, okay, here's where we can take one of our pins out. Okay. She says that she had paid Makua. Mm-hmm. Makua? Makua. To we are terrible with this Hawaiian language. We so need to sorry. study it and get better at this. We should start spelling these out phonetically. Yes. <laughs> She says that she paid him mm-hmm. to curse the Kamehameha Club. Yeah. Okay, so I'm putting that pin out now. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I understand doing it in front of the, the news broadcast. Mm-hmm. What was the deal with lighting the fire? Because she wanted alone? him dead. No, no, no. 
at the very first scene of the episode where he's chanting and burning pictures of Rick and stuff. Right. So was she paying him to actually yes, curse him? Yes, because he was a legit kahuna. She believes in curses that no, he No, no, she does not. She believes that everybody else with their psychological, like, insanity right. will believe in a curse. So she believes... Makoa, and this kahuna is a shifty one. So he accepted bribes in order to curse people. But he believes that he is actually cursing. Yes, he does. Okay. Yes. Because I was like, why? If it's all a fake curse in the first place, why are you doing this by yourself? It's not a fake. She paid him to. Why are you sitting here doing this? Okay. 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 He's got a curse. Okay. I mean, that's that's what he was paid to do. Okay. Okay. And he's a shady kahuna, not a good one. So now she gets all angry at her grandfather mm-hmm. because she's like, he just wants to give, he wants to be charitable. He just wants to give the land to anyone. That piece of land is worth millions. Millions. And I want to tear it down. I want to make a high rise or I want to put condos there. Yeah. And you, Magnum, mm-hmm. could be in on this. <laughs> I'll let you live. You just kind of let all this, let, mm-hmm. I can't take back ownership of the land until they're no longer making money. Like if they yeah. can't make their lease payments, lease payments, then I can kick them out. Then I and can make kick them money. out. And then I can accuse my grandfather of being too senile. Mm-hmm. And then I can kind of get a power of attorney over it. And then I can create this and I'll give you millions of dollars. All you have to do is just walk away. Walk, just walk away. Just walk away. Just walk away. And I'm thinking, okay, she is unscrupulous about killing people. She doesn't care. Henry Lewis was just a, a happy accident. Uh, yeah, he asks her, "Why yeah. did you kill it?" And she says, "It was convenient." And then, like, she was like, "Oh, and I'm I killed Makua because he's a loose end." So I let him burn to death in the fire. I'm good with that. And I killed Rick because he was too damn good at his job. Yeah, he was making money. Yeah, and so I'm like. Why is she offering you partnership when she can just easily kill, kill you? you? Why? Why? Why stop now with murder? And it, it doesn't make it any, doesn't make any she's sense. She's the first person. She's the exception to our slippery slope rule. It's like now suddenly she doesn't want to commit a crime. Oh, now? Even though she's committed at least a dozen? Yeah. Including premeditated murder? Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. And, and attempted murder on yeah. Magnum and T-Copter. Trust me, she has a slew she is a, of charges against her. Against her. But she's like, but this, she must be like into Magnum or something. This must be like one of those weird, like, come with me, I don't rule know. the universe or something. Because. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see her as like no, liking him at all, though. No, she, and the actress certainly didn't like being frisked. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. Silly. That face on her. That, she, it, it really that was, was like, clearly, what are you doing? Yeah, clearly she got suddenly very she tense. very tense. Yeah. There was no acting that away. No, no, no. No. So she parks in front of the Dollinger's estate. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, think about it. She's not even saying, like, you have to make a decision right yeah. now. She's like, hey, I'll give you a couple days. Yeah, and he's like, well, forget it. And she's like, well, okay then. But nobody's going to believe you. You have no evidence. This right, is he's all like, circumstantial. Yeah. I'm going to actually do a report on you and make you out to be really incompetent and destroy your business. How's that? And he says, hold on a minute. And he reaches behind the seat. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he wasn't checking if the camera was on. He was turning the camera on. Mm-hmm. So it, he can record her confessing. And he says, the picture might not be good, but I bet your voice is in there loud and clear. Yeah. Let me slowly get this camera. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and, it, and this is classic Jessica Fletcher move of putting yourself in harm's way yeah. of a, a person who has already murdered many yes, people. many people. And he's just like in no rush to get out of that <laughs> car. It's not like he's like, 
yeah, that's all well and good, but you ain't getting like jumps yeah. out of the car. Like, no. yeah, and then tells her, hey, I got this all on camera. Woo-hoo. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. And so she tries to take off with him in the car. She was going to kill herself and him as well. Was that her plan? I think so. She was going to drive off the edge of the, I think the so. cliff there. I thought she was going to drive so wildly he got car sick. <laughs> and then she could push him out. What? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Oh, I didn't realize she was going to kill her, so I don't really know she what the She would plan have was. to be. Because otherwise, what is what else she's doing? What does she have to live for? Yeah. Well, and I also wondered what her motivation was. She's a very successful, apparently. Apparently, she's a spoiled brat who just wants, wants the land. Wants more money. She just wants more money? Uh, yeah, that's it. I think I would have liked it. See, like, that I, I motive mean... to me is is pretty pathetic. Like, yeah, lots of people kill for money, but she wasn't desperate for money. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, like, she wasn't, she didn't like, owe poor. gamblers. She didn't owe... She had a very know. nice career that yeah. many people would... I mean, I'm not saying it's easy to be a news no. broadcaster. I'm sure it's difficult. But, mm-hmm. I mean, she has a job that not many people have yeah. that many people would consider glamorous. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's like, I'm willing to throw all... I don't want this stupid job. I want to just be rich. Yeah. Even though she already is. Yeah. Because, like, regardless of whether or not her grandfather dies soon or whatever, he's going to die in, like, two years. And he's not going to give everything. Well, she says he doesn't want to give anything to anyone, but I'm sure he'd give her something. Yeah, for sure. So, but, like... you go over there and have water beer with him, I'm sure he'd, like, love you for it. Exactly. So it's pretty ridiculous, this motive. Especially considering we just came off of Murder, she wrote, where the motive was, you got my father to kill himself. Right. You know, that was an excellent motive. This motive is just so pathetic to me. And right. boring. Right. It's like, really, you killed all of these people because of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're ridiculous. I'm trying to figure out where else we uh, we had pins. Oh, I don't remember our pins. I don't remember either. You're going to have to figure those out all for right, yourself, All right, skip to guys. the end. Well, we're at the end. This no. is the end. So the Well, ski- not really. Well, the ski race. Oh, well, he slams on the brakes and, and Oh, they yeah, survive. whatever, yeah. whatever. These shows never yeah. really no. neatly no, tied up. Like most modern movies and TV yeah. shows, well, the last scene, instead of being a joke, yeah. will be like the si- the lights and you see the person getting like yeah. thrown in the paddy wagon or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like like this this doesn't have that. They, yeah. they stop the car and then it cuts and it's like, oh, I guess everything worked out okay. Yeah. So it's the day of the big ski race. Mm-hmm. Mags is paddling along. Yeah. And he, and he, there's, there's like three people behind him. And he's like pulling ahead. Yeah. And he crosses the finish line. He collapsed with exhaustion. And TC is just slow, slow clapping. clapping. Slow clapping. And I was like, why is he slow clapping? I, and I was like, oh. I was like, Magnum came in first. No. Magnum no. came in 58th. 58th. <laughs> Which is pretty great. Yeah. And Rick comes out with a, a wad the size of the payoff from Murder yeah. Shoe. <laughs> like, it's just a ton of money. A exactly. ridiculous sum of, sum of money. He comes up and it turns out he didn't bet on Mag. No, no. He's like, neither of you guys bet on me? Like, They're like, no, we bet on you to lose. We bet on you to lose. I want to know all the people who bet on him to win. Yeah, seriously. He's not in that great a shape. I mean, he's in good shape. He's in fantastic shape. But, but I'm he's not no sure Henry if he's Lewis. a paddler. Yeah, he's, he's no he's, Henry he's Lewis. He's no Henry Lewis. So Charlie Butt Slapper comes back up, ah. and he walks over to Mags. He says, you did a great... You found the power that was controlling you. Yeah. And Mags says, you know, at some point I, I thought it was you, so you could swim alone. You were murdering people. <laughs> so you could swim alone. <laughs> That's the worst motive. <laughs> What's a worst motive? 
her already being affluent and wanting just like more money just cause. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a guy who just wants to swim by himself on a beach. That would never happen. Uh, yeah, that would never happen. Because regardless, people are going to go to that beach. Yeah. It's a good one. What are they going to say? It's like the haunted beach and no yeah, one's right. going to go there? No, it's a great beach. It's great. <laughs> so dumb. So Charlie Butt Slapper's like, well, I'm going to go swimming now. Yeah. And he looks at Magnum. Yeah, but Magnum says something about like, well, I don't believe Magnum in this. classic. A bar of vanilla ice cream on a stick with a chocolate coating. Wait, what? Was that ice Alexa, cream? thank you. Oh, you're rude. Oh, why is she being so rude? Alexa, why are you being mean? <laughs> She's ignoring you now. Alexa, cancel. <laughs> She's just totally ignoring me. Of course. Enjoy your weekend. Okay. <laughs> well, Alexa's a bit snotty today. Oh, my. Oh, boy. So she told us what a Magnum special was, which is ice cream in dipped in chocolate. <laughs> yep. That sounds pretty good. That sounds really good. Yeah. I could go with that. I could go with that right it's now. It's hot right now. Yeah, it's hot in here. All right, but what it's were you going to say? me. I'm just so, so hot. So hot. I can feel it coming so off of hot. your body. My oh, hotness is I just I get a suntan just basking you. in your glow. <laughs> But what, what did Magnum say to Charlie Butler? It was something about, like, oh, I don't believe in this curses anyway. There's no such thing as an evil power or a good power. And, and then you and me, basically, at the same time, we're like, wait for it. Wait, wait for, for it. it. And Charlie Butt Slapper looks in the camera. And, and his is, eyes flash the ruby, so showing that he's a kahuna and he has special powers. He's either a kahuna or a terminator, because that's a very <laughs> <laughs> classic terminator look, too. This is true. So, and so yeah, it's we've proven that kahunas are Real, real they have real power everything everything all the sounds that go bump in the night they're all they're real all kids. real it's all real winchester's had it right from the start right from the start <laughs> so anyway uh important question mm. how did you feel about this episode oh i felt like this episode was still 20 minutes too long yes. i feel like magnum episode should only be like 20 minutes because he doesn't do actually any research he doesn't do any research he just goes from scene to the, scene to scene the mystery is never that Interesting. It no. just kind of throws you along. And then we, I think you said at some point, like, it's very, and I think we've said it on the podcast, it's very birdemic in yeah. the sense of, like, how many filler, like, driving or parking. They were running in the burning sugarcane field for, like, ten than, minutes. For way longer. And, like, there, was, there wasn't any dialogue. I think they yeah. had played the Mike Post theme yeah. just to kind of give it a little something. But it was, yeah. like, but it wasn't even filmed dramatically mm-hmm. in any way. It was just, like, two guys in a smoky Field. Yeah, <laughs> like it, there, you never really felt any danger no, for them, except for the stock footage of massively burning something that wasn't even a sugarcane field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it was just a road on fire. Yeah, I, oof, I'm gonna give this a, a C minus. It wasn't that exciting. It wasn't that fun. I did it feel bad been for more Rick. Fun. I feel like it could have been more fun. But it wasn't really about Rick, even though it was supposed to be about Rick. Right. But it wasn't about him at all. No, he was just kind hmm. of. He was just the, the plot device. I would have liked to learn more about, like, just, like, the history of the King Kamehameha Club and stuff right. like that. I wanted, when I heard it was, like, the curse of the King Kamehameha Club, I thought the curse was going to be more directly associated with that. Right, yeah. And, yeah. Like, more, like, with Hawaiian history. Like, yes, This yes. place was a built, built on, on a, a Hawaiian burial ground, ground or yeah. something, you know, yeah. like, something... Like that, mm-hmm. this kind of took it in a less interesting. Co- took although, it in a super boring. Way. Although we're two weeks away from Halloween, so this is like great this timing for us to be. <laughs> we got to watch like a horror episode exactly. of uh, Magnum PI. Yeah, it's just sort of like you say. It's like twenty minutes too long. It's just a yeah. little boring. It just doesn't quite 
I mean, obviously... It's not as exciting as the colors make it out to be. Yeah. Or the music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I find Murder, She Wrote more gripping when you have yeah. a woman in her 50s, almost mm-hmm. 60s, walking around just asking questions. Yeah, hanging out with murderers. Then watching, like, built dudes run through a, a <laughs> sugar cane forest. And that's got to be a filmmaking thing. Like, it's got to be... Like, how do you make right. this sort of more interesting? Now, granted, this is three years prior to Murder, She Wrote. Mm-hmm. Maybe it gets better. Eh. I don't know. Eh. I don't know. Well, there you go. This is <laughs> something to think about. Something to think about. But in the meantime, if you want to get us, you can always get us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Magnum, She Wrote at... Wait, you don't have to do that? No. God, man. Okay, I was going to try to... Twitter again. at Magnum, She Wrote. And email... Magnum, she wrote at gmail.com. Thanks so much for bailing me out. Very welcome. We're partners in this, darling. We're partners in crime. That's right. We have great motives. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about motives because I thought this motive was so lame and pathetic. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, my if I were to kill, it yeah. would have to be really passionate. Right. Because I would slaughter the person. I, I wouldn't just use a poison or something easy unless I, the poison makes them explode. I can see and I can forgive you for that. I can forgive you for that. Okay. Wait, Wait. That last thing was really gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into that. Yeah, I said slaughter. Right. I'm not just gonna easily murder somebody. They're gonna it's gonna be bloody. It's gonna be gross. Entrails see, are everywhere. See, a crime of passion I can totally overlook. I understand. Mm-hmm. Like you'd be just mad in a moment and like right. lose control. Or you want revenge. Right. You know. Uh, revenge. See, they, they no, get, see, I see revenge as passionate. Revenge and stuff like, and like the stuff she was doing today is so premeditated. It's like. No, this is a, revenge and her like greed are two completely different things. I don't know about that. No, I agree with revenge killings. <laughs> I want all of our listeners to spend the next week thinking about <laughs> what conditions they would murder. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're going what, to a dark place. Yeah, what, what circumstances <laughs> would you believe that murder is okay? <laughs> I think only mm. crime of fashion. Oh, I, so what, so you see me sleeping with someone else, right? And you're you're just gonna kill us, and you're like, this is okay murder. Well, I'm gonna hop in. <laughs> <laughs> this is okay murder right here. Yeah, that's that's totally fine. You're totally justified in killing me. Yeah, because I was really angry. For cheating on you. Yeah. Wow, really? With Henry Lewis? With Henry Lewis. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> with her new... Uh, I can't compete with that. <laughs> with her new treadmill personal trainer. <laughs> What's his name? Like, John Peel? Or... John Peel. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's up. fun. I like his Costa Rican facts. Yeah, he's, he's great, great Costa Rican facts. Yeah. And so, so, same scenario. I'm sleeping with Henry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in this case, I'll join. <laughs> No, you're not allowed. I say, no, oh, no, no, you're not allowed Then I'm going to kill you for not allowing me in. Right? Right? Yeah. I want in on this. God, you're... I'm game. Okay, so give me an example of when you would murder me that would not be like a crime of fashion. What would I have to do? Mm. Uh, I hope everyone's really thinking about this. You know, I... Honey, murdering you, that's not an easy thing to do. Because these dimples? It, yes, exactly. It's because you sweet, sweet dimples. But I don't... I don't I would. It would have to be passionate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I couldn't premeditate. Every, every any other type of murder to me is evil. Yeah, that I can find someone losing control of themselves. This, like, this, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't feel that, that we that's okay. This we gotta figure if it out. We'll okay. Put our heads together. I don't think somebody deserves to be killed for cheating on you. Do they deserve to be? No, like, I'm not utterly that, destroyed. I don't, yes. I don't. Okay. There are worse <laughs> things than death. 
Right. And and you can destroy their business or destroy their social lives real easily. You have a mad glint in your eye. I think it's time we wrap this up. I'm just up. saying, suffering is a better way to get revenge. Anyway, I love you all. <laughs> I love you, honey. You're in no danger. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Bye, all. Michael Edible Lopi, Michael Edible Lopi, Michael Edible Lopi.